Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to this seventh day of December. Hope your week's going well. Had a kind of a off day yesterday. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Hey, remember that in the world we live, there are so many things that we have no control over. However, you can take control of your portfolio. You need to know how much risk you have in that portfolio to make sure that it matches up with the amount of risk you should have in your portfolio based on your circumstances, how close you are to retirement, what your risk tolerance number is. All those things need to be taken in consideration and you need to measure it back against your current portfolio. And that's why I developed the core retirement design. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. Hey, have a great day. And we will uh, be with Dave here in just a second. Sincerely appreciate it. We're at 8.40 now. It's uh, 20 before 9. Let's check in on money and see what's going on with Wall Street this morning. We're kind of in the doldrums for the last three, four days. Kind of nice to maybe pull out today. Cross your fingers. Let's go downtown and find out whether there's a chance of that. Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services is on the line. Philip, good morning. How do Hey, good morning, Dave. Uh, doing okay this morning? It's uh, it's Thursday, so it's Jobs Day, and you know I'm hoping that maybe, just maybe, we'll see a little green ink somewhere because yesterday I, I couldn't find it. Yeah, yeah. Was, I mean, it's it's not to the point of catastrophic, but we're up to four days in a row with the major indexes generally going down. The Dow was down seventy. Standard and Poor's was down around 18. NASDAQ was down 83 yesterday. They were the big loser, down about six-tenths of a percent. I kind of wonder if we scared ourselves when we bumped our nose on some intraday highs at the end of last week. Yeah, I'm thinking that that could be that there's some definitely some continued profit-taking. And we're, you know, as more and more, or I should say fewer and fewer earnings are coming out, they all kind of are saying the same thing, right? Uh, you know, it's it, it could be a tough, tough road this next uh, quarter or two. And, and I think that could be finally maybe waking people up and say, okay, maybe it will be a little tougher in the economy. And the, these companies are going to have a tougher time making a profit the next couple quarters. And so let's take our profits now. That's probably a pretty good picture of it. I mean, it's, we we got a pretty complete picture now out of earnings season down the line, and the uh, the average story almost always seems to be, yeah, we beat the street off of a lower expectation from last year, and number two, we may not beat it next time. That's kind of the nut and bolt, uh, you know, uh, the 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 Reader's Digest summary of what the average corporate report is, right? That's what it seems to be for sure. Kind of, sort of. You mentioned it's Jobs Week. We're the second of uh, three big days of jobs report. Give us a picture on the economy. And this is looming large because it's the last look the Federal Reserve will have before they make interest decisions in the middle of next week. This time, it's Thursday, so we get uh, first-time jobless claims. Had 218, 219. I got two different numbers that my tip sheets are quoting, but that many thousand last week, up just a tiny little bit up to 220,000 first-time claims this week, which kind of sort of gives us the picture the employment market is still, by any standard, relatively healthy, but it's slowing down by a little bit because we haven't, for a little while in there, we were having trouble staying above 200, weren't we? 
Yeah, we we really were. So, you know, obviously we'd like that number to be up around 250, but uh, but we're not there yet. And so tomorrow it'll be interesting because we'll get the, the official unemployment report. And so that will be uh, that will be telling. Right. If that number continues to go up, that could be some good news. Absolutely. I'm, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I've not seen the expectation this low for the uh, payroll increases in this country in a long time. They're only expecting 200,000. Now, you got to keep in mind, it was a big disappointment last month when we only added 150,000. But normally we're expecting about a quarter million uh, new jobs to be added into the economy. So if we have another underperformance like that, it's got to make the Federal Reserve sit up and take notice, don't you think? You know, Dave, I'd hope so. I would hope so. This assumes they're sober, of course. <laughs> <laughs> a little later on today, we're going to get the Challenger job cut report, how many people are getting laid off. We've got a picture of the number of people filing for unemployment, which is almost in the normal range for our current economy. Uh, I don't have expectations on that, but it does need to be noted that the Challenger job cut report is running about 9% ahead of a year ago in terms of planned layoffs. So if the trend continues, once again, I mean, it's bad news for the people that are, you know, the statistics that it's quoting, but it'll be good news for the standpoint of interest rates and for the economy that we're cooling down enough to be able to uh, actually see the economy maybe get down a little bit on the inflation. Well, that that's true, Dave. That's definitely some some information there that that is important, and we'll have to keep, keep watching. And was it it's next week? We'll get that interest rate uh, uh, number, uh, whether it's up, stays the same, or whatever they do with it, uh, will be next week, right? Yeah, there's almost no chance of a cut whatsoever. <laughs> I, heard you, I heard you started to say up I, I started to say or. that, and I thought, well, no, that's probably not. No, that wouldn't happen at all. Pretty unlikely. Uh, tidbits out this morning before we get to the, uh, the couple of reports that are out from the companies this morning. There was a hearing in Washington yesterday where the uh, major banks were screaming at senators, over the uh, Federal Reserve's uh, proposed capital requirements. They want to uh, increase the amount of capital reserves necessary uh, to stay in business as a bank, and the CEOs are saying, well, wait a minute, there's no reason for that. They've been saying that those regional bank failures that we had earlier this year were nothing more than a scare and a red herring, and they want to go crazy and loan out everything they got in the, in the vault. Yeah, well, I, don't really, I don't really have a reaction, but it scares me a little bit when the banks say, let us go. Well, yeah, it does, definitely. We don't want to let them go. But I'm not so sure that they may not be at least partially right on the other side also, that if you raise their capital requirements that they have to hold on to, then that's less money they can lend out to small business folks. And so I, I think that they, they do have some point that it would hurt the smaller businesses and the consumer uh, from that standpoint, because they're going to mm -hmm. tighten credit. So that, that hurts those people. Oh, yeah. Every $10,000 that I've got that I have to hold on to in the bank is 10000 bucks I can't loan to uh, you or me to buy a car or whatever else we might happen to borrow it for. So the point's well taken. At the same time, uh, that's the first time I've seen Congress actually support any kind of a restraint that would back up the Fed's tighter money policy and uh, – for the short term, well, it'd be kind of nice that beating beats raising the interest rates through the roof again. Absolutely, no doubt there. Hey, did you <laughs> see that? Uh, 
McDonald's is spinning off and starting a new little restaurant chain? What are they doing? I didn't see that. Cause is coming because Cosmics. So you know the little little guy that showed up on their commercials, the little uh, alien-looking guy. Well, they they named it after him. It's going to be like a snack restaurant, like a coffee and snack restaurant. Um, they're opening up their first one this week, I think, and then they've got nine more planned in the Texas region um, to kind of just test them out this year to see what happens. What are they thinking? They're going to take on Starbucks. I mean, that's what I'm kind of thinking. That, that huh. maybe they're thinking they're going to get after that, you know, that that drive time, three o'clock, late afternoon. You need a little something, uh, coffee and a snack, and they're they're going to see what happens with that uh, that market. Uh, you know, I love McDonald's. I think they're a good stock, and I you know I respect the company as well. But <laughs> they do not have a really good track record when they've tried to expand their retail footprint. Every time they've tried <laughs> to expand out the restaurant run. It generally has flopped. Uh, I, I think they've got their niche down pretty solid as a fast food burger, fish sandwich, and breakfast restaurant right now because bre- breakfasts really were the, the one big addition that McDonald's added over their lifetime that's actually taken off into being a cash cow for them. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll continue to watch that one. That'll be interesting to see how that pops up uh, over Absolutely. the next year or so. Uh, the only other tidbit I've got of interest, I found this intriguing. Google now has its own artificial intelligence program. They're calling it Gemini, and they're already demonstrating watching it, uh, watching it help a kid do his homework. So, uh, parents, you've got a new, uh, you've got a new web page to watch your kids and make sure that they aren't having a computer write their term papers. <laughs> Just me. to be on a note of warning there. <laughs> Hey, on the reports out this morning, one of our one of our favorite meme stocks report, and GameStop actually did something without help from the Reddit gang, I gather. Well, they did. They, you know, they they this last quarter, um, they they had a one cent loss on uh, on a hundred. Well, wait, on a billion dollars of revenue. Um, you know, it wasn't really clear, unfortunately, how that compared. Um, I, I guess the, the there weren't comparable numbers. The estimates were such that, that they couldn't really compare the two. Um, and so it's really got GameStop falling today. It's down hmm. over 8%. When you can't compare the numbers year over year, that means you wouldn't want to compare the numbers year over year because the there accountants made it that way. <laughs> Mama now, I do have your, here. I have your, your favorite pet store, you know, hmm. food store, Chewy reported last night after the market closed and i gotta say dave not uh not living up to expectations uh they Uh-oh. lost eight cents a share uh they were expected to lose money but they were expected to lose only six cents a share revenue was basically in line with expectations uh but they're getting hammered this morning down 11.1 percent ouch i'm gonna have to buy more fancy feast for any that's all there is I'm to it tell you now we did have I a have, little bit of good news I was going to say, I have noticed with Chewy, it's kind of interesting. I mean, my uh, shipments from Chewy, my cat is picky, and I can only get the food she'll eat from there. Uh, They used to always come out of Ocala. The last few times I've gotten shipments in from them, they've been coming from two or three different other places. Chewy is evidently trying to uh, concentrate and diversify. So that, that there was some sort of a resi- there was some sort of a reaction that happened operationally there, and I'll bet you it impacted on what they did. That, that, that could very well be. Yeah. Dollar General reported, 
and uh, hey, we I found a little ink of, of, of greenness here with uh, Dollar General. They posted a third quarter results. They beat expectations. The company also said they're standing by their full year earnings guidance, as well as the forecast for revenue growth and same store sales. So uh, they they really standing tall today, up three and a quarter percent this morning. Yowzers. Going to be kind of interesting holding up the rest of today's releases against Dollar General because we kind of have the gamut on uh, on uh, retail from Dollar General on the low end. Then later on today, we're going to hear from Lululemon. And what is RH? I think that's the really high end. That's stock. Restoration Hardware. Restoration Hardware. That's it. Okay, and we'll, we'll hear more about them tomorrow morning when they report later on today. But it's kind of the whole gamut from the small ticket items all the way up. Resetting the table, it was an off day yesterday on the major indexes, but you're going to really like the off day that oil had yesterday. 45 minutes before we open, how are we looking this morning, Philip? Dave, right now we've got a tinge of green for the most part. The Dow's up not even not even five one hundredths of a percent, $12. But it is green. Mm. It is green. Yeah. Um, the S&P 500 is up about a third of a percent. And the NASDAQ 100 is a big winner right now, up a little over a half a percent. On the other side, we've seen silver up to three-tenths, gold's up almost four-tenths, um, crude oil. Now, I will say, Dave, it did close yesterday below 70. It was about $69.30-something cents last time it closed. Now, it's up a dollar this morning. So that's one and a half, almost one and a half percent increase. And $70.39. So maybe we can get it to go back down today. Maybe, just maybe. <laughs> I can only hope. Uh, overseas markets, one of the reasons oil is suffering is Asia has really hit the doldrums. We know about China having all kinds of crummy uh, economic news coming out of then. There was an article that came out yesterday concerned about whether or not Japan was going to be able to service their national debt. They're running a deficit in an effort to try to trigger their economy. That little concern point just absolutely tanked the Japanese markets. They were down almost 2%, down 587 points at the close. That pretty much dragged everything in the Asian rim markets into red ink this morning. Europe is looking at our four-day run and saying, we're not overly happy about what we're seeing there. Europe is down, I mean, not by a lot. Midway through their day, the uh, overall European index is down by about a quarter of a percent. It's time to figure out how to be able to take the risk out of my portfolio. If I was planning on doing something with where I was last week, I don't like it this week. How do I find you to be able to make my retirement happens right, Philip? Dave, that's exactly why we created the core retirement design to help folks design that retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis, and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning, on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And we'll be back again here tomorrow morning, same time, together again. Philip, thank you so much. We'll see you then. All right, have a great day. Thank you, my friend. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Remember... Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope you're counting down the days of Christmas. Get that Christmas shopping done. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Have a great day. Bye now.